0: If you don't drive into work, maybe you took the TTC and it was another frustrating day today on the TTC. For the second morning in a row, a suspicious package shut down Broadview Station. Now police and the TTC special constables located the second package at around 615 this morning. They were rowing around in hazmat suits. It was, it was quite a scene. And that would have a lot of people, of course, very justifiably concerned about what's going on on the TTC. Uh, The police have said they have made an arrest. Uh, Kamal Badri, a 53-year-old, they're investigating if he was responsible for both packages. Yesterday, the station was shut down for more than four hours. Today, had to shut it down again. Here to talk about the incident, David Perry, or incidents. David Perry, our global news radio law enforcement expert and CEO, Investigative um, Solutions Network, Inc. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Thanks for being here. So... Let's talk about these packages. What, first of all, qualifies as a suspicious package?
1: Well, just about anything these days, um, especially in, in the most recent light of the events that happened in New Zealand, but anything that's left in a public area that doesn't seem to belong to anybody, even if it appears to be something that was just lost or left by accident, is treated as a suspicious package but everything we heard this morning about what's happened at the subway station it takes it way beyond that somebody was going beyond uh, you know just just playing a role by taping something to a post that looked very suspicious and looked like it could be an explosive device so uh, we've seen the panic that 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 caused and the amount of resources that were poured into it this morning so it's a pretty serious occurrence
0: Let's talk about how law enforcement, uh, you know, officials react when someone calls in a suspicious package. What happens first?
1: Well, it's it's a 911 response, obviously, uh, multi-tiered because you'll have police, fire, ambulance, uh, hazmat teams, uh, the emergency task force, bomb disposal experts, and so on and so on. And, in something like a public system like the ttc there 's a mass evacuation there 's a cordon off of a, a fairly significant area and it it 's a it 's a big undertaking this is this is a full on response so this can 't be downplayed as um, as something that was insignificant, whether it turns out to be a fake uh, device that was put there or that the perpetrator who I hear has been arrested. Is suffering from a mental health issue or whatever. None of that matters to the response. The response is, is tactical. It's strategic, and it's it's uh, something that is well policed. So it's a full-on response. This would have been, ordinary morning for all of our emergency responders in Toronto.
0: Yeah. What is the possible motivation beyond you know um, striking fear into people's hearts for putting uh, you know a uh, suspicious package, whether it be a dummy package or not, in uh, in a uh, public place.
1: Yeah, it's uh it's an interesting question. Um we're going to have to wait and give it a bit of time till we find out what this person's motives were. If it's mental health, that's one thing, but then you get into that fine line how much of it was associated to the mental health and how much of any was associated to any kind of uh thoughts that he had to towards uh, you know, a, a political cause or or some kind of a terrorist cause, and I'm not suggesting for a moment that this is a terrorist act, but it, it certainly uh, is it, something that's going to have to be the subject of a full investigation and review.
0: Couldn't it be classified as a terrorist act? I mean, because it it still terrifies people when they, they suspect that there's, you know, uh, a possible whatever could be an explosive device yeah. in the package, and then you've got hazmat uh, officials, you know, roaming around in hazmat suits on the scene.
1: I'm glad you asked that question because I have some pretty strong views on this. I think in Canada, and it's probably in other countries too, we're a little bit stuck on the actual definition of, of terrorism. And um, I agree with what you just said. If if somebody does something that, that shocks the community, that sets into place an emergency response like we saw this morning, I don't know, maybe it doesn't fall right in within the classification of what we traditionally know as a terrorist act where there's uh, ideological thoughts and there's, uh, you know, a direct attack on government or, uh, you know, a certain religion or race or whatever. But, um, yeah, when somebody does something like this and you're shutting down a major subway station in the city, it's, uh, you know, obviously the word terror comes to mind and it certainly strikes that kind of fear in the minds, the hearts and minds of people that had to attend that subway to go to work.
0: So the police determined the package not to be hazardous from yesterday, hopefully the same deal with today, and I'm pretty sure that's the case, or we would have heard something. But what kind of charge would the person that's arrested uh, face?
1: Well, for now, the the number one is mischief. And uh, mischief is what we call a dual procedure offence in the Canadian Criminal Code. So a Crown attorney can elect to proceed by indictment, or if he or she wishes, they can elect to uh, proceed summarily, and that would... Mean the biggest difference in the sentencing, but if he was to proceed as an indictable offense against this accused, the maximum is two years so it's not the uh, it 's not the the heaviest sentence that you could imagine for something like this, but he could receive up to two years in prison for for what he did and then they may look at some other charges that you know i 'm just going to be honest i haven 't re- read in quite some time about placing an explosive device or a fake uh, explosive device and and all of those will have to be reviewed as well but the catch all for him as soon as you arrive and you you find somebody like this it's the the charge is mischief
0: I can imagine that this could happen accidentally you know not not two times but someone just forgetting a bag you know especially yeah. in the TTC platform you put something down you get distracted we're all looking at our phones you get on a a TTC vehicle and you think oh my gosh yeah I left it, it my bag
1: happen. Yeah, it can happen accidentally, but generally you wouldn't get quite as big a response as you saw this morning.
0: Oh, for sure. Um,
1: but, uh, you know, I, I've been involved in these. I remember back in uh, in the 1990s, there was a police officer shot in Toronto, and, and I was searching for, with a whole team, of course, searching for the, the people who did this, and they had uh, gone AWOL from the, the London Army base, and I managed to track down a locker in the in the Bay Street bus terminal where they had dumped their stuff, and there was uh, allegations that they would equipped themselves quite well with firearms and so on so we were anxious to get that back and I I grabbed a bag in the room and I felt my hand on a on a steel pipe and I had my partner Mark Goché open the the wrapper and there there was in big bold letters highly explosive wow so, so the same thing you know we stood there for you know, perhaps 30 minutes until the hazmat and the the bomb disposal team showed up and so on before I was, and of course, had the whole place evacuated before I put the, the package down. So, these, Did
0: you have to keep your hand on that, just to, you, did, out of yeah. concern that you might trigger something by taking the pressure off? I've watched a lot of shows in my day. I don't want to act like a know-it-all, but...
1: No, I tell you, it was, a, it was an intense moment. Um, you know, the true uh, trickle of sweat going down your back as you're holding onto this device, afraid to move and afraid to put it down. And uh, eventually when uh, the guy with the big bomb suit came walking in the room and told me that the whole terminal had been cleared, he says, you can go ahead and put it down now. So. That was an interesting moment because, of course, you have that fear that the movement or the release of the device could uh, set it off. But it turned out that everything was just fine. But, again, just a, it, it hearkened to that memory because of what happened at the subway station this morning, that uh, people were involved in that kind of intensity. And, uh, thankfully, it, it appears that it wasn't an explosive device. But also, I I would think clearly the guy intended it to look like one and, and to do what he did and, and cause all of this uh, mayhem and panic. So... We'll see what happens to him in court.
0: I think the back sweat illustrated how terrifying this situation can be. David, it's always a pleasure having you on the show.
1: Likewise. Anytime.
0: Thanks so much.